the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Echo HQ. It's another day, and of course, with the January transfer window wide open, Everton are in the rumour mill again. But today, joining me, Everton correspondent Phil Kirkbride, and it looks like Chenk Tosin is on his way out to Goodison, Phil. Yeah, edging, edging closer. Um, I think it looks like talks and, and, and a move to take him to Palace. Crystal Palace? Uh, yeah, is progressing uh, and heading in that direction. Um, I think it's been no secret that Cenk Tosin was going to be available this month. Obviously, I think that was um, officially confirmed this week when Marcel Brand sat down with Carlo Ancelotti and discussed the players that he would want uh, for the remainder of the season and who he would be uh, comfortable with seeing go and, and Jenk, somebody that has been out of favour for, for a while, um, will be allowed to leave on loan, it appears, initially. Uh, and the assumption and, and the understanding, of course, is that the club would probably therefore look to try and sell him in the summer. Um, and Palace, of course, have been after Tosin before we even signed him. You know, So a long-standing interest in the player and, and it does appear that he'll be heading to uh, South London. And do you think that kind of shows that maybe a, a few others could, could, could depart, certainly temporarily? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think if, uh, uh, as it stands, um, no great surprise again, Umani Ars and Kuka Martina are available, um, but of course with both coming into the final six months of their deals, it, it, would, see, it would be a surprise if, if, if the club were able to sell. Loans would seem the most obvious way of, of, of sort of moving them on for the final six months and, and moving some of their wages off off the uh, off the balance books. Um, as for others, January's difficult. You know, you know, if, if Everton are looking at this, this month as a difficult month to buy and to bring players in, and so are other clubs. So I can understand, particularly in the light of Sunday, um, why some why certain sections of support would say, look, why can't we get rid of X, Y and Z? Perhaps not that straightforward, and it would have to take some, you know, significant significant offers, especially mid-season and with a squad in certain areas that is still light, of course, um, to sort of tempt Everton. And and as I say, it's perhaps the bigger issue is our club's really going to be spending great deals of money um, in, in January, unlikely. Uh, and, and and Everton, of course, as much as there's been difficulties with certain players, and as we say, Sunday um, shone, shone a torch on on that. Loaning those players out just just to get them partially off the way, it, you know, it, it wouldn't necessarily work like that, would it? So, um, so those three players, as it stands, are probably top of the list uh, to be moved on. And of course, there'll be some comings and goings with the young players as we've seen already. Yeah. Um, but we'll wait and see if anything else materialises, and and we'll wait and see on incomings as well because the feeling is it's not going to be particularly busy. Um, and if there is movement, you know, Carlo saying he would would like to strengthen the squad if possible. The assumption is at this stage that he'd probably more likely be loans than anything permanent. And just to finish then and, and go back to Cenk from what you've seen of him over the last two years for for a team like Palace, you know, with, with wingers who want to get balls into the box, you think it could be a smart bit of, bit of business for him? Well, look, we all know Cenk's limitations in the Premier League, but we also know what he's good at. Yeah. And he's a good finisher. Yeah. Um, and so with the right supply and in the right team, and if he's if he's able to be in the team and perform a specific role for how Crystal Palace want to play, which obviously they feel he can, then he could be he could be successful for them. And 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 many ways we hope that he he be, he goes on and, and is is a successful uh, period for him because while again and we're harking back to Sunday, while we're in this period where 
a lot of people are questioning attitudes of players who are still here and and and, and etc. Maybe still getting in the team. I don't think anybody's really questioned Jenks' appetite for it to work yeah. at Everton. I just think he's unfortunately been um, certainly after his arrival in that in that first six months. I think the demands on on the centre forward role at Everton have changed, and and certainly the the, the demands of playing in the Premier League have, have sort of caught up with him a little bit, if, if that's the right phrase, and, and perhaps shown that he isn't in the system we play, particularly perhaps not suited um, to be playing in the Premier League for Everton. Um, but as I say, I don't think anybody's doubted his attitude and his appetite for it for it to work, and it's a shame it hasn't. But these things happen, and 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 you know the feeling at the start of this week was that Everton would find a solution for Jenk this month that suited the club and the player. Yeah. And, and with the Euros this summer, he needs to be playing regular football. Um, and it looks like Palace will will get him. Um, Besiktas have been trying to move the numbers around and, and find the money to get him. But I think that they appreciate that that ship's probably sailed now um, until the summer at least. Well, Phil, thank you very much for joining me and thank you very much for tuning in and stay up to date with all the latest Everton transfer news on the Liverpool Echo website. Thank you. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.